Right. One of my grandson's birthdays today, the one that lives here, so I would honor him with the, with the shear this morning. It's Gabriel. So the Gomorrah introduces us to a, uh, a new idea, uh, and the idea is milted the asya bekalva chomer torach v'kosvokro. Um, something which can be learned from a Kalvachomer, the Torah sometimes nevertheless specifies. So what does that mean? Uh, let, let's define a Kalvachomer. A Kalvachomer means you learn the obvious from the less obvious. That's what a Kalvachomer is. So if I say to you, I have a dog that can get through a hole in the fence that's only six inches wide, I don't have to say, and he can get through one that is a meter wide, and he can get through one that is two meter wide. I don't have to say that. If I can say he can get through a hole that is six, in, six inches wide, you can extrapolate that if it's more than six inches wide, Kalva Chomer, he can certainly get through that. That's a Kalva Chomer in a simple, simple sense, to learn the obvious from the less obvious. So when the Torah tells us something that isn't so obvious, included in that are all the things that are very similar, but more obvious. That's what a Kalva Chomer is. What the Gemara introduces here is there are times, the Gemara says this a few times in Shas and many times in Rashi and Tosfus, the, uh, that, that sometimes even though you can extrapolate it, the Torah still tells it to you. So for example, we have a case over here where um, we learn that unlike other objects, food is restricted in its capacity to infect other things. What's the restriction? That even if it becomes infected with tumor, it can only infect food that is unlike it, but not food that is like it. That means liquid can infect solid, and solid can infect liquid, but liquids don't infect liquids, and solids don't infect solids. That's just a, a din in tumor. And where do we learn it? We learn it from some implied restrictions in the psukim. So in the psukim, in, in Parsha Shmini, in Perik Yud Aleph, Lamed Gimel, Lamed Dalad, and so on, we taught about the shirotzim, those creepy crawly animals, which once they're dead, generate tumor as an avatumor. They generate tumor. So if one of these creepy crawlies, the Torah tells us, is suspended in a container, and in that container is food as well at the bottom of the container, then the sheretz is an avatumor, sheretz is primary, the container is rishon tumor, first degree tumor, and the food is second degree tumor. That food, the Gemara, the Torah says, Kol everything in the container, yitma. And although the Gemara has learned already, we've learned that yitma and yitame are interchangeable. Yitma means it becomes tome. It is infected. Yitame means it can infect other things. But it's spelt the same way, and the Gemara says they're interchangeable. However, the fact <coughs> is, it's spelt here, it's written yitma, not yitame. And from that, the Gemara says, you've got to restrict its capacity to infect, so it can only infect other foods that are not like it, not foods that are like it. And then and in the, the, there's a posik a few sentences further on, where the Torah says also, in a case of when I found of latam alav, if a sheretz, if the a dead sheretz falls on the food, so here we don't have a container, it's directly onto the food, tamehu lachem, it is tameh. And tamehu, again, restricted means it is infected, but it can't infect others. Now, we know it can infect certain things, so we restrict its capacity to infect. It can only infect things that aren't like it and not things that are like it. So be that as may, the Gomorrah says, why do you have to give us both those laws? So what, the one law is 
that if a sheret, the creepy crawly itself, the avatuma, infects the food directly, its capacity to infect is restricted. And the other is, if a sheret infects the pot, and the pot infects the food, then the food's capacity to infect is restricted. Says the Gemara, tell us only that second one, and we can work with Kalva Chomer, the first one. If a sheret, so the other way, um, yes, the other way around. If a food which is infected directly by a sheret has restricted capacity to infect something else, Kalva Chomer, how much more so, food that is infected by a container which was in turn infected by the sheretz, it's one degree further removed, so the tumor is weaker. And if the tumor is weaker, it certainly has even less capacity than the first one. So just tell us the one posuk, and we will learn the other one. Answers the Gemara. Sometimes the Torah will tell us something, even though we can extrapolate. The Torah will say the dog, the dog can get through a six-inch hole, and it will tell us that the dog can get through a one-foot hole. Why? So that's a, that's the big question. Let's try and get some relevance from this piece of Gomorrah. Let's try and understand the principle. What does the principle mean in a wider sense? In the, in the technical sense, we get it. But, but there's an underlying question, and that will lead us to a deeper understanding. The underlying question is why? The Torah is careful with every word. The ta- Moshe was given on Har Sinai 13 methods of extrapolation. Rabbi Shmuel lists them. We say them every morning. The first of the 13 is Kalva Chomer. If you can extrapolate by Kalva Chomer, why tell us something that's obvious? Kalva Chomer is the most obvious of all the 13 methods of extrapolation. The most rational, the most obvious. You would be able to use it even if it wasn't given to you on Asina. We, we, we use Kalva Chomer every day of our lives. We know how to do that. Why of all things would the Torah repeat something which you can work out by Kalva Chomer? And here we get to the essence of, of something so important. It's true you can work it out from Ba'kalva Chomer. What can you work out Ba'kalva Chomer? You can work out what the din is. So if you know that a food which has been infected by a sheretz has restricted tumor, I know that if it's been infected by a container that was infected by a sheretz, of course its tumor is restricted. I know that law. But when the Torah gives you a special posuk for it, the Torah is telling you the source is a different source. So when you learn something Bakalva Chomer, that's what I call a linear extrapolation. You've got this, amount, this, this knowledge and information, but a piece of knowledge and information, and you expand it. But it's the same idea with the reach expanded. That's what the extrapolation is. It's not a new idea. It's the same dog and the same hole. It's just a bigger hole. But it's not a whole new concept. of uh, It's got nothing to do with the dog and the hole in the fence. Uh, and the sa- same here, here we'll be talking about in the Torah. It's the same t- tumor. The tumor starts with a sheret and it ends with a food. The question is, was it direct or was there inter- an intermediary of the, of, the, of the container in between? But you're simply expanding an existing idea. When the Torah gives us a special posuk and says even though you know the din, but I'm giving you a, the source for this din. And the source is not Kalva Chomer. The source is a new posuk. The Torah is telling us there's a qualitative difference here, not just a quantitative difference. And that leads us into an idea that we often talk about and think about, that the difference between first degree, second degree, third degree, and we can apply way beyond tumor, is not just quantitative. So I'll give you a simple example. A Kli Rishon on Shabbos. 
So that's a container that's on the fire, and it cools down, let's say, to 65 degrees centigrade. Can that still be mevashel? Can that still cook something else in terms of Ilkha Shabbos? Yes. The Yerushan is mevashel at 65 degrees. What about a klisheni that is 90 degrees? Much hotter, but it's a klisheni. Can that be mevashel? No, it can't. Why not say a kalvachome? If at 65 degrees you can be mevashel, surely at 90 degrees you can be mevashel? The answer is there's a qualitative difference. A klisheni is a different category. It's not just that a klisheni is one degree moved from a klisheni. A klisheni is mevashel. That's a quality of a klisheni that cannot be replicated. The moment you replicate it, it's, no, it's not diminished replication. It's not replication. A klisheni is not a diminished klisheni. It's a different concept altogether in halach. And that's why the halachas are completely different. And the same it is with, with life. If you take Moshe Rabbeinu learns Torah from the Rebbeinu Shalom. So he's a klisheni. He teaches it to Yoshua. Yoshua is not just a little bit less. It's a completely different concept. The Chazal tell us that Moshe is like the sun and Yoshua is like the moon. You can't, the moon is not a little, a smaller sun. The moon is not a diminished sun. I know we've got the issue with the Medrashim and Breshis about the Miyot Talavon and so on. But leaving that aside, the, the way we know the sun and the moon and the way Chazal talk about it, the moon is a rock. The sun is a furnace. Not the same thing. Moshe is a furnace, Yeshua is a, is, a, is a mirror. They're two completely different things. And you have people who learned Torah, let's say, from the pre-war Gedolei Yisrael, and they taught the more modern Roshe Yeshivas. It's not just a, it's a, there's a qualitative difference. Somebody who learned with the Chofetz Chaim and somebody who learned with somebody who learned from the Chofetz Chaim. It's a quality, it's, it's worlds apart. And that's why when you're learning Torah, it's so important that you be- become a clearition, not a cliché, that you generate your own thinking. That's why it's important. People say, what, what, do, do I need to make chidushim? Do I need to learn something innovative and new? I'll go onto the internet and you'll get whatever's ever been written. You'll find. You don't, you, you don't need to. That's v'ten chalkeinu b'tzerosech. No, each one of us has a chalik, and we have to discover that chalik. Because when you learn a piece of Gemara, or a Mishnah, or a piece of Chumash, or a Rashi, and you gain an insight into it that you've never seen before. It doesn't matter if somebody else has seen it before. Something you've never thought of before. Mm-hmm. And you discover it yourself, you become a clearition. If you look a vort up, I've got to say a vort tonight, so you go onto the internet or you open a sefer and you see so-and-so said such and such, and you repeat it, you're a clicheni. It's not the same. A clearition can be mevashel, a clicheni can't. A rishon letuma, a sheni letuma, they're very, very different. Even though the Sheretz is the origin of both of them, one went through a Kli, a, a kli and one was direct. And the Torah teaches us it's not just Kalvachomer. Yes, you can you do a Kalvachomer also. But there's a qualitative difference between a direct, something which has been affected, let's not say infected, because we're talking about it positively and negatively. Something which has been directly affected is a completely different quality from something or somebody who has been indirectly inf- affected. We only have like 10-15 minutes for these. For these, so I'm just touching on ideas which I hope during the day you dwell on and reflect on and take a, a whole lot further than we're able to take in the, in the few minutes we're together.